this one's going to be a quickie. Isaiah 34. Isaiah 34. <sighs> Just finished doing some push-ups, so I'm catching my breath. Woo! That's how you know you need to get back in shape, get back to working out. At least going for walks. That's the one thing about doing this Uber. It's not a whole lot of exercise. Just sitting in a car. Oh, I need to get back to grocery shopping too. So I feel like I never have time to actually. It's weird. I don't know. I, I'm really self-conscious. I don't like to eat during the middle of the day, like Chipotle or something like that anymore. Cause then I feel like my breath going to stink the whole night and I don't want to stop home or at a gas station to brush. It's just the logistics of being an Uber driver is crazy. It is 12.03 p.m. And today is June 18th, 2022, Saturday. Oh, here we are. Yeah. Isaiah 34. Man, yesterday was wild. I forgot to tell this other story about this guy who was a motorcycle. He was telling about how he was in a motorcycle accident and he broke like almost every bone in his body. And if looking at him, I couldn't tell. But he was like, yeah, my body's filled with titanium rods like all throughout my body. I was like, wow, dude was a walking, walking miracle. Oh, that was interesting. Anyway, I'm. Here we go. We're in Isaiah 34. The judgment of the nations. You nations come here and listen. You peoples pay attention. Let the earth and all that fills it hear. The world and all that comes from it. The Lord is angry with all the nations, furious with all their armies. He will set them apart for destruction, giving them over to slaughter. Nothing like being given over. Their slain will be thrown out and the stench of their corpses will rise. The mountains will flow with their blood. All the stars in the sky will dissolve. The sky will roll up like a scroll and its stars with all will all wither as leaves wither on the vine and foliage on the fig tree. Or it says, or the valleys and the valleys will be split. Hmm. Interesting. Verse five, the judgment of Edom. When my sword, verse yeah, when my sword was drunk, it's when my sword has drunk its fill in the heavens, it will then come down on Edom and on the people I have set apart for destruction. The Lord's sword is covered with blood; it drips with fat, with the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Bozrah. A great slaughter in the land of Edom. The wild oxen will be struck down with them, and young bulls with the mighty bulls. Their land will be soaked with blood, and their soil will be saturated with fat. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a time of paying back Edom for its hostility against Zion. I remember Edom, the Edomites, the Reds, the children, the descendants of Esau. You know, the whole Jacob. Go back and read the whole Jacob and Esau story. Just for those of y'all want to. You Bible nerds, there you go. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a time of paying back Edom for its hostility against Zion. 
Edom's streams will be turned into pitch, her soil into sulfur. Her land will become burning pitch. It will never go out. Day or night, its smoke will go up forever. It will be desolate from generation to generation. No one will pass through it forever and ever. Eagle owls and herons will possess it, and long-eared owls and ravens will dwell there. The Lord will stretch out a measuring line and a plumb line over her for her destruction and chaos. No nobles will be left to proclaim a king, and all her princes will come to nothing. Her palaces will be overgrown with thorns, her fortified cities with thistles and briars. She will become a dwelling for jackals and abode for ostriches. The, des the desert creatures will meet hyenas, and one wild goat will call to another. Indeed, the night birds will stay there and will find a resting place. Sand partridges will... Sand partridges or arrow snakes or owls hmm, will make their nest there. They will lay and hatch their eggs and will gather their broods under their shadows. Indeed, the birds of prey will gather there. I think that's the name of a movie, Birds of Prey. Indeed, the birds of prey will gather there, each with its mate. Search and read the scroll of the Lord. Not one of them will be missing. None will be lacking its mate because he has ordered it by mouth, by my mouth. And he will gather them by his spirit. He cast the lot for them. His hand allotted their portion with a measuring line. They will possess it forever. They will dwell in it from generation to generation. Let's see what Tony Evans notes say and then we get going for the day. Uh, <clears throat> I think I'm going to eat two packages of oatmeal today. So I'm planning on and I'll just have my little chewy bars and trail mix that'll be what i eat today you know you're losing weight or skinny when like uh, this little promise ring that was my dad's ring but i'm wearing it as like a promise ring to stay continue to stay pure till i get married i was wearing it on my left ring so people think left finger so people that got in my car women i run into think i'm married sometimes that doesn't always work but I started wearing it, yeah, and they would be less likely to try to hit on me or something. Um, now I'm wearing it on my right finger because the reason why I started even wearing it on my left because my right finger was like kind of fat, fatter than my left finger. And probably because I haven't been eating as much the last few days. Now it's like my right finger is not as fat. And I mean, this, I easily was able to slide this, thing, this ring on. Only thing holding it on is my knuckle. I have like a bigger knuckle on my right hand. Probably because I use it more than my left hand. Oh, where's I going with that? Nowhere. All right, here we go. Uh, all the nations have opposed God and his people. Filling up the cup of God's righteous wrath to be poured out in fury against them during the last great rebellion against heaven. So like that's what's going on right now here in the earth. Man, I was just saying, I was looking at all the craziness going on downtown Kansas City last night. I was like, man, this, our world, if you think about it, you got all, like, my parents' generation. My parents' generation is, like, the last generation of people that, like, kind of has some godly values and, you know, works hard and has work ethic. This next generation, boy. And then my brother's generation is probably like the last one after them. And then after them, we got millennials. Can you imagine millennials running the world? I don't know. They said the same thing about the hippie generation. So we'll see. 
All right, the references to the stars may be literal, in which case Isaiah could be describing the eternal state following the millennial, the millennium. The new Jerusalem does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it because the glory of God illuminates it and its lamp is the lamb. See Revelation 21, 23. It's also possible that Isaiah was speaking metaphorically of worldly leaders whose power will be stripped once Christ returns to defeat Satan. Interesting. Edom was an example of the ungodly nations God would judge and destroy. The New Testament similarly used Esau, Edom's forefather, as an example of a godless person. In order to warn believers, make sure that there isn't any immoral or irrelevant person like Esau who sold his birthright in exchange for a single meal. See Hebrews 12, 16. Although the Edomites should have supported Israel on its journey through the desert from Egypt to Canaan, they turned against the Israelites and made their journey harder. A similar expression is used of the judgment on those who worship the Antichrist during the tribulation. The smoke of their torment will be will go up forever and ever. Ooh. See Revelation fourteen eleven. Heavenly Father, well, this is some uh, deep stuff. Uh, some of it makes sense. A lot of it makes me tremble, and it's kind of a little, 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 little scary. Thank you, Lord. You're not giving me a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. I pray as I go out here, eat this oatmeal. I pray it be nourishing to my body, along with the applesauce. I can't forget the applesauce. And Lord, as I um. Take my L-thanine and my uh, vitamin for the day. I pray that my mind will be calm. I will not uh, be anxious. I pray that once again for every single person that sits in my car. Every single person in my car, Lord, that they would sense your presence, Lord. They would sense your peace. They would sense your joy. And that that back seat of my car just and the front seat when folks want to sit in the front that they would be transformed, that their minds would be renewed, and that I would be able to plant seeds that make them want to know more and more about you. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I need to come up with a phrase, like other, like kind of like Mamba out, like Kobe, but I don't want to say, uh, what to say, Yancey out. That's what my cousin Rico says. Yancey out. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts, we believe we are now in right standing with God. And with our mouths, we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. 
So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen. Lord Jesus, give me water. I know Jesus gave me water. Jesus gave me water.